0: Hey, so welcome to another episode of Repitch. My name is David and I'm with my co-host Richard. Hey guys. And today we've got another Repitch for you. Um, Actually, it's a special week. We're very late on this one, but we've decided to uh, take this week to honor Sean Connery. Yes. uh, As you all know,
1: who recently passed away uh, late October. I've been trying Um, to, for this episode, I've been trying to work on my Sean Connery accent. You know that that thick, frozen accent that he has. I I, I realize I can't do it. <laughs> I'm really just bad. Kinda,
0: at it. The, I just went kind of like south, right, right there. He started off okay, and then do it went like, No, it's like yeah. It's like
1: it, it's, it's posh, yet like it's grumbly at the same time. Like it's like you're talking with a bunch. Of, no, I can't do it. Oh, I was like, I used sh- to do. I'm very bad Sean, at Sean
0: Sean Connery.
1: Oh, that's so much better. Oh, it's your voice. It's your deep voice. I don't have that deepness in my voice. I guess um, that helps, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> Before interrupting you, yeah, we are doing this movie out of tribute to his yes. career.
0: Um, yes, and this movie is uh one of his later movies, but uh I think it's a classic for sure. Uh, classic Michael Bay movie for sure. And mm-hmm. it, it is The Rock. Yes. Uh, now, of course, spoiler alerts, as always. Every of quick. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, this but, came out in um, 1996, guys. You're like... Yes. It's yeah, on Hulu. Yeah. You can watch it anytime. Yeah. But for those who haven't seen this or
0: haven't heard of this movie, just a quick synopsis of this movie. So, The Rock. FBI chemical warfare expert, Stanley Godspeed, is sent on an urgent mission with the former British spy, John Patrick Mason played by Sean Connery, to stop uh, General Francis X. Hummel, played by Ed Harris, from launching chemical weapons on Alcatraz Island into San Francisco. General Hummel demands $100 million in war reparations to be paid to the families of slain servicemen who died on covert operations. After their SEAL team is wiped out, Stanley and John deal with these soldiers on their own. Mm, so. Good Very
1: very good David <laughs> No that's worse Okay You just That just kind of Sounded like a Muppet It did Oh man <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try I'm gonna keep trying Throughout this episode But yes You'll so, get it You'll get it Yeah I chose but, this movie Because you know this, this is one of those movies I saw as a kid On TV And I didn't remember. I only remember like Very specific scenes Throughout this movie That I really liked Or really enjoyed Like I remember Like um, Sean Connery Going through that uh, fire, trying to like g- go into the prison, like I remember the 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 radioactive bomb thingy with that j- like beautiful green ball thingies. That po- mm-hmm. that's what the like that poison is, and I'm like, oh, I remember as a kid, I really want to touch one or own one of those. It looks those look so fun, and yeah. yeah. There's that iconic scene where uh, Nicholas Cage is outside. He's on his knees. He's dying. He's he's, he's like, exhausted. And he's holding the green flares. And the <laughs> oh, this movie I remember as a kid. Like this movie was like epic. This was this was because
0: it felt like because um, this was definitely one of those first Sean Connery movies I've seen. Oh yeah, for sure. Growing up, so like my kind of like introduction. Like I knew that he was James Bond, but like I didn't really like yeah, he wasn't see he wasn't our that. James Bond. Yeah. Right. Right. But um, this one kind of felt like you know, just an
1: older James Bond, him just coming back into the James Bond role, kind of Damn. like slipping in there. But that is interesting you say that because there's a lot of fan theories out there that sh- that Sean um, Sean Connery, because he played James Bond when he was younger, and like how you know this character kind of lines up almost perfectly with James Bond I this possibly he could have possibly been, been James Bond. I mean, I could picture Michael
0: Bay having written this or, like, started making this with that kind of vision in his mind. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, I got to get a old, retired James Bond into this. Oh, that, and I mean, this like, movie was, like, definitely staple Michael
1: Bay movie. Oh, for sure. I mean, we can go on and on, but, like, there were... You know, it's easy to spot a Michael Bay movie because there's always slow-mo shops, close-up of people's faces, needless action scenes, and always, like, American spirit. You know, like, God bless America. <laughs> that feeling is so, like, the the Army or the Navy can always just take snippets of Michael Bay's movie and make a great commercial out of it. Right,
0: yeah. No, And he's got those one-liners to always uh, top off those scenes. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, as great as this movie was, um, I'm sure you had some kind of fallouts or things you didn't like about this movie so uh, you yeah. wanna give us those?
1: Uh, to be honest you know I remember as a movie really liking this but I think it's because of the reason why a lot of people like Michael Bay movies he makes like some like beautiful moments that like I said before like I always, I always remember, like, like uh, Nicholas Cage just with the flares trying to, like, stop the jets from destroying the island and stuff. And, like, it's very iconic. I loved um, the bad guy in this, how he was this military general. He's a bad guy, but not really a bad guy. He's doing this bad thing for a good reason. Like, he's, right. he has a line. He's understandable. And as a kid, I'm like, oh, shoot, like, there's layers to this bad guy. That was pretty cool. Right. Yeah, uh I like Sean Connery in this. Like, oh, it's interesting seeing this like old mysterious guy just taking charge fighting. But David, yeah, as an adult watching this, like again, I realized this is this is kind of a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what parts what parts
0: about it? What like what specific moments did you realize, "Oh man, this is
1: not this is outdated?" Or did you think it was outdated? I don't know if it's outdated. I think it's like, it's Independence Day level good. Like, it's a fun movie. Uh, okay. But I, I will see. never, like, put my money on it saying it will do well again today. You know what I mean? I see. It's I like, see. because again, it's a very Michael Bay movie. And something, like, one of the reasons why people don't remember or like the Transform movies is it is packed full of action. That it kind of right. just feels very dull. And you see that in this movie, like there's a whole chase scene in San Francisco and it's like, oh, it's cool. But like, why? It didn't really need to be there. You know what I mean? Right, right. It, it was Back. it was it was fun. And like even like throughout the prison when he's trying to like get to the bombs and stuff, like there are a lot of like weird need- <laughs> like There's this one part where Nick's cage is defusing a bomb and a bunch of soldiers are propelling down from the ceiling towards him and I'm like, <laughs> "Why? What's the point of this?" And I'm like, and there's a whole fight scene in the mine shaft, which is iconic. I understand I'm like why is there a mine shaft under Deep I'm like, "What's going on?" It's like it's very kind of just not dull, but like it, it feels longer than it should be. Uh, no, I, I definitely got that feeling for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like I've, most Michael Bay movies feel like that. There are definitely good ones. Not that I say don't enjoy Michael Bay movies. I, I love Michael Bay movies. But, um, you know, sometimes his movies kind of feel longer than they need to be and drag mm-hmm. on with unnecessary scenes, like you said. For sure. Um, You know, but this one, you know, just like most of his movies was a commercial suggestion. Sug-
1: suggest success. Success. <laughs> success no it did really <laughs> well this movie yeah I, starting I, with yeah. a
0: budget of 75 million uh went to the box office and got
1: 335 wow so. that's that's insane yeah but yeah a- another thing about this movie that i didn't really like as much and it's a it's a big part of the movie it's it's the casting david <laughs> the casting okay
0: you well, know uh, so to be, is, is there anybody it, specific, like the entire casting, or how, why would you feel
1: this way? Honestly, I was interesting. Um, Shocker was in this movie, I didn't realize it towards the end. Shocker,
0: um, homecoming. Oh, oh, oh,
1: okay. He's one yeah, of the yeah, soldiers yeah. from the bad guys' team, and uh, yes. that's a tangent, but like, <laughs> I Nick Cage is he's too Nick Cage in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, so, like, he's supposed to be this like green, like. He's supposed to not know how to fight, and he's supposed to be like this nerd of a guy, you know, like out of like into this into this crazy situation that he needs to fix. But like Nick Cage is a crazy person in general, so it's weird seeing it. Just like, and he has these terrible, not terrible, he has these weird, like he like was like a lot of the script. um, Nick Cage ad libbed a bunch of weird stuff, like Zeus's butthole (laughs) and stuff like that, and it just like. (laughs) I don't know. It just like it just throws you off. It doesn't feel like he's a believable person. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: No. Yeah. Definitely. He brings out the movie for sure. He it's brings a, out the Michael Bayness of the movie, uh-huh. like how like off color it can be. And, and I know we all know how much of a huge Nicolas Cage
1: fan you are. I love. <laughs> and the worst kind of Nick Cage is a Nick Cage that can't be Nick Cage, and that's exactly what I felt like. I felt his Nick Cageans coming out. But it was being held back. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want to see like full-on crazy Nick Cage.
0: All right. So just to give us a scale, what is um what movie for you
1: is peak Nick Cage? Peak Nick Cage is definitely Face Off. Face Off. Okay. All yes. Right. You, Have, you you know what I'm talking about? Face Off with um, John Travolta, where he switches. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Where it he switches, is, uh, we need to do this, but this needs to be remade. <laughs> like john travolta acting like nick cage acting like john travolta is amazing and the vice versa <laughs> nick cage acting like john travolta acting like nick cage is the funniest thing in the world and it's produced made by john Woo. Oh, we're getting off tangent but like that's peak nick cage that's like 10 out of well, 10 nick cage to go
0: off even more tangent i think they've made a recent like remake within the 2010s with Ron ryan reynolds and like Banking, it's not like a remake. Remake like an exact remake, but oh, it, it was like a... all based off the same idea of like face off about King? how like there's, bu- huh? Oh, okay, go on. Oh, uh, but but about how like you know they're switching bodies and like you know interesting switching yeah, okay. brains and minds. It's very similar, but you know, yeah. Uh, but yes, back to the topic at hand. So, what was that again? What was what was a picnic cage for you again?
1: Um. Face Off And this is like Face wh- Off One out of ten Nick Cage's He was like a three or four Like He 3, 4. was too... so what's the
0: What's the worst Nick Cage then? What's the number
1: one For you
0: On that scale?
1: This is probably like down there Like a One Nick Cage is a boring Nick Cage You know?
0: <laughs> I mean this, Is this a number one? Would this movie be the number
1: one Nick Cage? In the top of my mind I think it is Okay Yeah Probably this one This and Oh yes, he's so crazy, David. I love him as an actor so much. <laughs> now we can get stuck on Nick Cage
0: for hours. But um, is there anybody else on the casting that that you just felt was
1: off and like didn't that you wanted to immediately change? Oh, you know what? You know what else is the worst Nick Cage? Ghost Rider was the worst Nick Cage.
0: So that's the worst one. For yeah, you?
1: that's the worst one where he's Okay. Yeah, but
0: so this this is a notch better than that.
1: Uh, yeah, this might be a notch better. Okay. All right. But oh, another casting that I thought was not bad, but I thought someone else should have played it. Was on This is a weird one. But honestly, I think Sean Connery was a little too old to oh, be in this movie.
0: Okay. So just straight off the bat the two title characters you yeah, just overall. Yeah, which
1: is weird to say, but like yeah, I thought Sean Connery was like this like was he, he's a huge like He's the one that's saving Nicki's butt throughout this movie, and he's this like action star. He's doing all these stunts and things, and he's clearly being like, covered by a stunt double. Like, like that iconic scene that I <laughs> talked about, where he's rolling through the fire trying to get yeah. into the prison. He wears a mask for no, like not no reason, but like, <laughs> like oh, that's clearly a stunt double rolling into the fire. Which is like, <laughs> I think he's too old for this movie, and I'm like, and is watching this. I'm like, I don't believe that this person could fight off this. High Like This powerful military <laughs> You know You know what I mean Yeah I think he was no, too like old the... <laughs> Which sounds terrible But it's like He passed away now Now I just feel horrible That I said that
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 take backs but Gotta go with it Gotta you, go with it You know what I mean I don't take it back I, I know, just feel bad we got it. No, <laughs> He was we too got old I feel like I gotcha But um I guess Just to um Move things along Let's uh think we're all excited to hear your pitch for this movie. Oh
1: wait, before we go into my pitch, I have some yeah. fun facts. So, uh, sh- so this was this film was actually filmed in Aquatras, Aquatras and Sean Connery refused because he didn't want to go to the mainland and to the island every day. So he he made the producers build him a cabin, and that's where he stayed throughout the whole time, which I think like is a on- on, on the, Alcatraz? the island. on There's the no, the built-in cabin. I don't know what that looks like. There's no pictures of it, but that sounds amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh Quentin Tarantino was an uncredited screenwriter for this movie, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, okay. I could kind of see that. That's interesting. Yeah. A uh, last fun fact, uh Michael Michael Bay's um idea for the spin-off of this, not spin-off the sequel for this, was um uh, uh, now married Godspeed, uh, Nicholas Cage is possession of, this is a microphone as evidence, and he's being chased by the government, and nowhere else to run, he goes back to Sean Connery for help, which sounds amazing. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I know, right? That would sh- so great. I sh- totally should have done that. Yeah. Oh, and I think, it was like, this is, the 90s have one, has one of the, I believe 90s have one of the, the 90s movies has one of the bestest like, taglines. It's so. And it, it, this is one of the greatest taglines. There's two One is Aquatraz. Aquatraz. Only one man has ever broken out. Now five million lions depend on two men breaking in. I'm like, nice. Like, can't you imagine a voiceover <laughs> saying that, David? Can you say that for us? I'm gonna message this to you. I need you to reread these. But yes, the this, this, this? the second one. Ooh. <laughs> The second one is cocked, locked, and ready to rock. I'm like, nice. Oh like, oh, that's so amazing. That is so Classic much oh, one-liners. I can't even message this to you, but yeah, <laughs> it's so good, David. Uh, I'm not even signed into anything on this computer, but I'm gonna, I'm for sure, I'm gonna make you end today's meeting with you saying this, not meeting recording, saying these yes. phrases. You know Sometimes what, David? Send it over. You are gonna. These, this is our sign off for today. You're gonna say this to our audience members. <laughs> all right, all right. You you, you get to ch- you get to say both, not even. <laughs> all right, all right. Send it over. Yes, I just emailed but, uh, it to you. But yeah, <laughs> so for my cat, I wanted to start off with my casting before I talked about um, the my pitch. Are you ready for this? Yes. Bring it on. So you suggest? Um, I know you when you and I were just talking before recording. You suggested that would I make Michael Bay do this, and I am like, no, <laughs> I would, I I don't want to see another Michael Bay movie for a long time. Okay, I thought a great director to film this would be Justin Lin, the director of the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, interesting. Like, he can do action. He he doesn't take things too seriously, like. There's not that many, like, action movies. Like I, like, I was looking at direct action movie directors. And, like, for some reason, um like, a bunch of, like, prestige actors came up. Like, James Cameron. I'm like, oh, James Cameron would not do a reboot of this movie. <laughs> so, I'm like, you know what? I feel like Justin Lin would do this. And he totally would, wouldn't he? I, I could see that, for sure. Yeah. He, so could, just, he could
0: start off a whole series. um Yeah, I could definitely see him doing that,
1: actually. Exactly. That's a solid pick. Um, so my Nick Cage would be um, so this would be a reboot for today's time. So this movie wouldn't would not be in canon. It'd be just different characters. So different character, okay. yeah. The main lead would be Jesse Usher. Um, for those who are watch a train from um, the boys, like that, that character, ah, I right, think he'd okay. be good. Because you know he's nerdy enough, but still like you could see him do action things. You know he's still a good actor, but he's still likable. Okay. Uh, my villain, my bad guy, Ed Harris is so good in this. But you know who I would love to see? Michael okay. Keaton. Ooh. Michael Keaton.
0: Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah. Right. right. Can't you see him being I, this okay. charming kind of psychopath, like a little bit of like the vulture vibe from um, Spider-Man: Homecoming kind of vibes? Like he seems like a nice guy, but he will vaporize you no problem. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I like this. I like this exactly. So my Sean Connery replacement. This is this is gonna be interesting, David. Would be Pierce Brosnan.
0: Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Oh, just going down
1: that road. Okay. Yes, I am gonna go heavily into that. Let's let's find another James Bond. I was like Piers Piers To me, my favorite James Bond is Pierce Brosnan. He will always be my number one James Bond. That is a James Bond we grew up with. Exactly, so I can't argue with that. So Pierce Brosnan, he's like 60-something right now, and he's just, he's at that perfect age. He's all white hair, and he's like a fancy yes. white mustache and stuff. Yeah, he's perfect. And I'm like, okay, he's old, but not old enough. Like, he could still do action-ish, you know? Right. It won't be ridiculous for him to do these things. Like, you wouldn't be, like, taken out of the movie. Like, there's no way Pierce Brosnan could have done this <laughs> kind of thing. Right, no, definitely. If Jackie Chan can make action
0: movies, uh, Pierce Brosnan can make action movies.
1: Yes. But to be honest, David, I was tempted to make Nick Cage into Nick Cage, but also make Nick Cage double his, be older Sean Connery too. Wait, what was that? So Nick Cage, I wanted, I, I in the back of my mind, I wanted to keep Nick Cage as Godspeed, Goodspeed, oh. as a main character, <laughs> but he's also acting as older Nick Cage as um, Mason. <laughs> So just doubling up Just himself. two Nick Cages I was like Should I pitch this? Would David take this seriously? I mean, That'd be so funny But nah But like That's my second uh, pitch David Just in case you don't like my first pitch Well if
0: that I'm glad you didn't go with that one No
1: but how, <laughs> David how funny would have been a, a young CGI Nick Cage Talking to an older Crazy version of the Cage That'd be so great David That'd be pretty funny I I would watch that Yeah <laughs> Um Yeah So right, you ready for my pitch, David? Yes, yes. Start it up. All right. Let me see. So the setting, it does not, this does not take place in Aquatrast, but instead it takes place in Guantanamo Bay, Gitmo, as many people know it. So what has happened is that a very important general and bench of government officials are visiting the prison for all these terrorists and suspicious people are kept in Cuba In the Cuban Islands. And all of a sudden, Michael Keaton and a bunch of soldiers take take um prisoners of all these people and all these things. They let out all the terrorists and all the bad guys. So they're part of Michael Keaton's army. And he makes a threat to the president saying that I have your highest generals here and I have this. Path pathogen bomb that I will let I will let loose in the United States if you do not meet my demands. So Michael Keaton's character, his motivation, what he's doing is that he was a POW for the longest time. He was a general, but the, he was a POW from this foreign country. But he was not saved by the U.S. Eventually, he was um released. But he was always holding this grudge and he's angry at the government and he sees the people in Gitmo as like, oh, that's not fair. They're also POWs. They're also these people that are held out of their own, you know, these are some of these people are innocent people. So like he's taking them and he wants like reprimands. He wants them, he wants the U.S. government to pay money or they will destroy the United States with this bomb. So then that is when we're introduced to our main lead, Jesse Usher. I'm just going to call him Jesse Usher, the, his real name. <sighs> Because I don't, I don't <laughs> Yeah So Jesse You see him Jesse Usher, Usher In the middle of a shopping mall And he is wearing You know the bomb mat suit uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, The bomb squad suit is The it, bomb yeah. squad suit Yes So he is He is known to be this Bomb tech Pathogen expert And he's diffusing this Homemade bomb in a shopping mall And you see this stressful situation His colleagues are telling him To run away There's no point But eventually He he um, diffuses the bomb And He's made aware that he needs to, what do you call it? He needs to go to um, Florida. You know, that's the closest place in the United States to Q um, to Guatemala to save this place. And they go before they go to um, before they go to the, the Gitmo, they go to this Navy ship where this prisoner is held there. And that's where we're introduced to introduced to um, what's his name? That is where we're introduced to, introduced to Pierce Brosnan where <laughs> He was this infamous um, spy during the Cold War, very like leaning into like the James Caban kind of figure. That same story as in this movie, he stole some microfilms that are super importantly valuable and they haven't killed him or yet because like he still hasn't given those up. So okay. the own and the only way um, Pierce Brosnan's character will help him help them is is um, if they were to bring back his team was to hire his team, so they recruit some of his old teammates. Um, Michelle Yu Yao, she was in um, Crouching Tiger, Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. Crazy Rich. A- she's yeah. the mom in Crazy Rich Asian. Um, Sean Bean, Sean Bean, the one, the one, that, Sean Bean, Sean yeah. Bean, yeah, him, and um, oh, Halle, Halle Berry. Okay, do you, do you know where I'm going with, this, David? At the- think so but uh, I, I want to hear it I want to hear yeah, it th- these are all these people <laughs> that he's worked with from James Bond yeah. movie. just to like <laughs> a little bit on a tee you know like and people are like oh shoot like that's interesting you know but granted Sean <laughs> Bean was a bad guy in this but still yeah he's they hired him they go into Gitmo with a small team and of course Sean Bean dies he has to die so he's the first one to die and you know that's one thing I really enjoyed in the Michael Bay movie how like the whole army they go into trying to save this people. They all just get massacred. Was as, a, <laughs> as a kid, I was, I, I shouldn't have watched this as a child, but like, I was like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. The stakes are even higher. Like, that's insane. But slowly you see like Sean, Con- like um, Priest Brosnan's teammates get whittled down one by one by one. And finally they're at the place where the bomb should have been, but realize there's nothing there. There's no bomb. There's nothing. There's nothing there with pathogens. And okay. Jesse Usher is pissed because like so many people around him has died. He's not meant to be here, and we realized that this was all a trap because they real um, they knew what's his name, Michael Keaton knew that the only way the U.S. government will send anyone to say to help them is they will need Mason. They will need Chris Brosnan to break in because this before this was a prison for terrorists. This was a prison originally created for Mason to hold him down, but he's escaped all other prisons before. And the reason why Michael Keaton has constructed all this stuff is because he wants a microfilm. Because he doesn't want money. He wants this microfilm because he knows that this stuff can like take down the the United States government. And that's what he wants in the end. And it ends up being this huge fight scene. Jesse Usher and, you know, Michael Keaton, not Michael Keaton, um, Pierce Brosnan try to save people. And eventually, you know, they free the prisoners and they win. (laughs) So it's just a little twist. Like, you know, if you watch the Rock, instead of called the Rock, if be called the Bay, does it call the, the Bay? Bay. Okay, yeah. isn't that cool? <laughs> oh man,
0: it's uh, it's kind of. I'm sad that Michael Bay's not I directing know. the I Bay. Know. Then you know, I, like I really don't want Michael <laughs>
1: Bay to touch this. <laughs> all right, all right. So well, wait. honestly, let me just think. Yeah. I think yeah, that's it. You know, action scenes, blow up, fight, fight. Yeah. So eventually, right. Jesse Usher. Let's like in Michael Bay's movie. Let's um, Pierce Brosnan go Because you know They're buddies now And yeah That's it That's my pitch What do you think David? Analyze it before you give me your Tell me What, you, what do you think? Well I mean
0: I, I'm liking it I'm liking where the story is Where it's going mm-hmm. It's definitely got this It feels like it's got that same Vibe as The Rock Yeah So uh, I definitely like that um, Casting wise I think it's uh, It's great I do like it jesse oh Usher, sure. it's maybe it's because i'm not too like i just from the boys i know him and um oh. little bits of shaft i don't know him too much in anything else so like he's I can he's pretty good in the shaft but, <laughs> so that's why i think uh this would be a good opportunity maybe yeah you know you know so, who else i was
1: thinking for this who john david washington Oh, okay. But I, I could thought, see that. But I wanted but I thought he was he was too cool. You know, I wanted someone He's too cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought like he's he's too Denzel Washington, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I see. <laughs> I, I needed see. someone more greener, you know? Like someone I like see. he is like this guy is definitely out of his element. So that's why I chose Jesse Usher instead. Okay. All yeah. right. I I got that. Um actually just right off the bat then uh
0: did you have any other I- casting ideas that you uh we're like going back and forth on besides the whole double casting of Nicolas Cage. That is my only casting.
1: <laughs> no, I, I was pretty sad. Like director, I thought Justin Lin would be the only one that would really want to do this. Like could do this, and I'll still watch it. But no, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, I was for um, instead of Jesse Usher, I was thinking like who else should I pick? Like I was thinking maybe Chris Pratt. Should we choose The Rock? Was that be funny? <laughs> In the general. Rock, as the to rock. have Rock, exactly. I feel
0: like, I feel like the Rock wouldn't need
1: Pierce Brosnan, exactly, because the Rock is basically these <laughs> both people. And I'm like, yeah. You know, like, so, like okay, I need to think of someone like not or too maybe actiony. You can,
0: maybe you could pull off the double Rock idea with the Rock, the Rock, well, and mean, an like older the, Rock. The double, yeah, like an older Rock. Oh my older gosh, version that'd be, of like
1: WWE uh, Rock with hair—that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that could make the Rock look small is the Rock now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be but, interesting, um, but no, that's pretty right. much but my to, casting. All right, well, to give you my put, I would give you the green light for that one. I thought Nice. I that one, so you know, I was so. tempted to make this into a TV show, but this would be a pretty good season, like a seasonal show, like one season. I could off, see that, right? Just
0: that would be pretty interesting. Just right. seasons of like people trying to break out. It's kind of like Prison Break ish. Yeah, just just like, one
1: season, not seasons, <laughs> right? But like that's not that's kind of productive for TVs. But yeah. That's the only reason why I'm like I would never I don't I don't want three seasons of someone trying to break into Gitmo. I'd rather Or just
0: create seasons of different stories. Exactly. Like true detective or like, you know, American yeah. horror Story Oh, no, that'd be interesting. But yeah. yeah. Thank you for the green light though. Yes, you're welcome. That was a good one.
1: Yeah. Wait, how, how weird was it when I forgot how the move how this movie ended and I watched it the other day and it ends with Nicolas Cage looking at the microfilm and he says, Do you really do you want to know who killed GFK? I'm like, that's a really weird way to end this movie, man. <laughs> it's almost like it gives you the
0: like What movie is it? Wanted?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's that's like a- <laughs> Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was money. I for some reason I always remember it being money that uh, Sean Carney put in there so he could go, go away, run away oh, happy. I, but I guess not. <laughs> oh nice. Thank Whoa. you for the thank you for the green flag, green light, Whoa. green flag, <laughs> green, green flag. Thank you for the two it, green flares. <laughs> you got him.
0: You got him. Very nice. Well, any other
1: notes, Richard? Um before we uh close off for our listeners. We need uh before we close off. We need a what do you call it? Nick, Nick is Cage, month Just a heads up. I don't know when. Maybe during this during this our pen, uh, during the pandemic, probably during the second lockdown. We'll make I'll make you watch a couple of Nick's Cage two. movies. Lockdown two. Nick uh, Cage <laughs> harder. <laughs> Longer. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage. Nick Cageathon. Exactly. But maybe I don't. Other than that, no, David. Wait, did you get the sign off? <laughs>
0: Oh yes Am I supposed to do it In Sean
1: Connery voice Or just oh read it God. You have to do both ways We gotta just figure it out hope I hope you know I
0: don't know if My Sean Connery's not that
1: good Okay then just do your voice But slowly okay. Like a movie announcer But before that You guys can reach us <laughs> <laughs> This is a weird episode I'm tired I'm <laughs> But You guys can find us Reach us um, You can find us on Spotify On, on Instagram On all that stuff On drp.pitch Repitch? No what, drp.repitch thank you David please yes. <laughs> you're the one that doesn't sign up. but I'm just so excited for you to say this phrase but uh, yeah please do share us rate us be rate us but please do share us oops I messed up that ending
0: it's okay we All got right. it we but, got it oh
1: <laughs> we have episodes every Wednesdays and, and um, Fridays and this Friday mm-hmm. what are we doing David? This Friday, oh, just to continue off with our
0: whole Sean Connery week, um, we will be releasing an episode kind of just looking into the life career of uh, Sean Connery. Just a short look. Um, Just because I don't think too many people really these days really know his career beyond James Bond or the later things he's done. Oh, for sure.
1: I only know him for like The Rock and some of his really bad movies. (laughs) Right, so... We're going to take a look into that. Nice.
0: So, David, please uh, sign us off. (laughs) So, for the sign-off, all right. So, sign-off one. Alcatraz. (laughs) Only one man has ever broken out. Now, five million lives depend on two men breaking in. And the second one? Yeah cocked locked and ready to rock
1: ah yes <laughs> that's our sign off forever you're I, I hope you know as long as we're doing this podcast we're gonna either sign off of you saying that phrase or me saying some some um mother fluffer is always trying to ice skate uphill gonna, that's how we're that's our sign off oh, phrase all right sir cocked locked and ready to rock yes all right let's go
0: <laughs> So, thank you all for listening <laughs> Oh my
1: God! All right, see you later, guys. See you. Bye. Bye.